Hey, hey, Bill. Hey, hey, Perry. It's uh, it's time for baseball for you. I'm for that it. time. It's that time. Whatever, t- whatever time that may be. Depends. Saturday edition for the people. Oh yeah, of course. I think the uh, we got we got a relatively more games than I expected on day two. But I guess that someone's got to play. Well, uh, someone that isn't the Mets or the Nationals, yes. Right, not allowed still. Yeah. Frowned but, upon. Uh, let's start out with the first game of the day. Because that was a fun one for you, even though you were unable to view. I did not get to see it, but I'm happy that the uh, Baltimore Orioles emerged victorious and that John Means had had to have had one of the best starts on an opening day in Oriole history. Um you know, one, what I don't think he it was one or two hits, no walks. And, one hit. Yeah. One hit, one hit. And uh, he just sort of mowed through the Red Sox. And then for all of you people that have to worry about, you know, where you're getting your saves from on your fantasy team, Tan, <laughs> Tanner Scott had been the guy that people thought might be the de facto closer for the Orioles, but they used him in the eighth because there were some lefties. I think he had to face Devers and, uh, somebody else in the eighth. So they had him in the eighth Cesar Valdez, uh, whose story was fascinating last year. He's just a 35 year old guy that just kind of came from nowhere really. And uh, through like great 18 innings of work last year in the bullpen. And now he's getting a save on opening day for the Orioles. So pretty cool. Yeah. I want to bring up some of his numbers because they were fascinating as well. Uh, yeah, from, is, from the, it, from the he's, outing. <laughs> he's not, well, and he's not like a, uh, you know, like he's, he's the antithesis of the modern pitcher from my understanding of it too. And, uh, you know, and, and as an Orioles fan, it was pretty awesome to see Trey Mancini get a hit in his first, you know, game back from cancer. That was pretty cool. Oh, for sure. Yeah, that was, that was pretty cool. I love, I love that. Uh, yeah, it was just Kike Hernandez had the one hit and then, uh, J.D. Martinez had a late hit in that game against Valdez. It was in the ninth inning. They had yeah. one hit going to the ninth inning. Mm-hmm. He so worked around a double there in the ninth, yeah. Yeah, but if you have that three-run lead, it's a little bit bit of a pressure off. Uh, some other finals we have from uh, today, two of them, including one that just went final. But anyway, the game I was watching very intently today because it's two of my favorite teams, and it's, it's kind of funny that the teams in Florida have become – actually entertaining because <laughs> there was a time for most of our lives when that was not the case yes <laughs> correct despite despite the marlins having one world two, two world series but yes <laughs> right <laughs> despite the despite that fact it just wasn't, wasn't how it was working out yeah but you have you have you know defending american league champs tampa and uh they needed some late very late heroics here to win this game looks like miami was going to win it well, uh, you had two great starts again. Pablo Lopez and Ryan Yerborough were great. Neither one of them gave up a run, but it took Westchester University alum Joey Wendell coming through in the ninth inning, getting it done. Yeah, Joey Wendell, three-run uh, homer. And so that got uh, they got a couple guys off the hook. Uh, Chaz Rowe, one of them. 
Well, um, and, and um, the main guy got off the hook, who I didn't know this guy existed, but there's a sheriff in town in Tampa Bay. <laughs> Ryan Sheriff. He's the one that I, I, I had gotten back to the office at that point and turned it on right in time to see Ryan Sheriff give up a two-run single to the leadoff hitter for the Marlins, whose now name is escaping me. But he had a two-run single to give the Marlins the lead. In like oh, Miguel seventh. Rojas. Yes, Miguel Rojas, yes. Um, so that got Sheriff off the hook when Wendell homered. And then we saw the Marlins use Yimmy Garcia for the second straight day. This time mm-hmm. he was better. He did and, very well, yeah. But, but then the closer, uh, Anthony Bass, we'll see how long he's the closer with outings like that. He gave up the four runs. Yes, Bass without the B. <laughs> so six four final there Rays over Marlins uh, would it, I'm not sure if we said the final score of the Orioles game but it was 3 nothing. 3 nil. yes uh, other game that just went final was uh, Dodgers evening up the series with the Rockies that one had some drama there though yeah Trevor Bauer took a no hitter into the 7th and, and then and very much did not have a no hitter after that. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> they tried to leave him in to finish the inning, but he couldn't do it. No. And uh, it... I was going to say, David Price then did not have a good go of it afterward either. No. And then so they needed Victor Gonzalez to knock things out at the end there. But uh, Bauer still 10 strikeouts and six and a third. Still Two good walks. at baseball. Yeah. Yeah. 40 mil over the next two years. We'll find out if he's that good. A lot of Dodger hits in that one. Yeah, it feels like the ballpark, but Dodgers are also really good. Yeah. And those are the uh, those are the finished games. There's still four games to play because, we, as we mentioned yesterday, there's a lot of West Coast games. There, um, if uh, in that dodgers rockies game one aspect i thought was pretty interesting if you wanted to play the game is this guy your accountant or is he a middle reliever <laughs> uh, one of my favorite games uh ben bowden there's a guy ben named bowden. ben bowden and he pitched for the rockies he is not an accountant that i know of he is a middle reliever for colorado this has the... been the latest edition of is this guy an accountant or a middle reliever how about Julie Shasheen back with uh, yeah. Colorado? <laughs> Weird people. Weird path of pitching. Yeah. All right. These games aren't final, but there's some interesting ones. We'll just go through them to yep. this point. That, that, that's how this show is going to run a few times is that some games are just going to end before we have to go to bed. Well, and people or... can have the drama of seeing what happens <laughs> that we won't have at the time. Yeah. it's a good point. Yeah. The, the, they will have seen or heard this. But anyway, 3-3 Giants and Marlins. That's Those are two teams that I think could be decent. I think I, think I said well, Seattle. You, wait, you said, you said Marlins. You meant Mariners, yeah. Mariners, Mariners, yep. Yeah. A um, uh, <laughs> couple fascinating things about that was uh, Cueto, like throwing – he struck out seven, um, you know, which just doesn't seem like – you know, modern day Johnny Cueto, but um, I know that he had been laboring a little bit. I will say this too, and this is something I know you would appreciate. I was driving home and listening to that game a little bit and just hearing Dave, I think it's Dave Fleming, Fleming and Miller on the KNBR feed. I can listen to KNBR baseball 
until I die. Like those guys are just so good at calling the game. And it was very entertaining to listen to that game for about an inning or two through them on the radio. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, I, I finally pulled it up, Bill. If we go back to the uh, Baltimore-Boston game. Uh, <laughs> the, the two fastest pitches that <laughs> Vel, Veldez threw were f- the only two forcing fastballs he threw the entire outing. And they were 84 and 85 miles an hour. Yeah, it's, it's it really is something. Like what he just spins it out there and... <laughs> This is this is at bat with Enrique Hernandez to start the inning. I'll just go through it. Change up, change up, fastball. Change up, change up, change up. <laughs> and then to Verdugo, he threw three pitches. Uh, change up, change up, change up. <laughs> it ain't broke, don't fix it. And then to Martinez, he threw forcing fastball, called strike, ball, and then a change up that he hung. I remember this pitch. And Martinez whacked it to left for a double. Hmm. And then against Xander Bogarts, he went, <laughs> change up, change up. <laughs> <laughs> Got to go back to the change up. I mean, it must have some kind of Man. break. It must have some kind of break. Oh, it gives me the break. Vertical break in inches. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so his change ups were right around 50 inches of vertical break. Wow down obviously and then roughly 10 to 15 inches of horizontal break left so he's got some vertical magic going on that is something else i'm not sure i've seen another pitch like that it's like kind of like an ephus but it it was so much spin so it wasn't ephus i feel like has less spin and more just like i don't know what you want to call it bob tewksbury threw an ephus pitch yeah from from some of these late games though there have been some noteworthy like developments in the sense of uh um what hosmer has homered twice this year uh, yep. both games buster posey has homered in both games so far this year austin meadows for tampa bay yeah and um uh someone i know that you have uh positive i think on your fantasy team after i know in, in one league of ours that we're both in that i was traded to you um, but Blake Snell is pitching really well for San Diego tonight too, as well. And I don't think he was, he didn't give up a run in the spring or something like that. Like yep. he, yeah. He and he still has yet to give up a run. Yeah. He, I have struck out eight of, through four and two thirds. I have a lot of stock in him this year. I think he's not only going to get a chance to pitch, but that's anytime a guy goes to the American league to the national league. I like that. Well, and, and I don't know how much of this has to play because I'm nowhere near pretending I'm an athlete, but like when your last known like visible face to the baseball world is you're being pulled in the World Series when you don't want to be pulled, you know, <laughs> I feel like, you know, then you're like, you want to come out to people and show, look, I'm really good. You know, I'm going to make it known that maybe this shouldn't have happened to me. Like, you know, I don't know if that's a thing or not, but like, you think that's probably some motivation for him this year too, especially in the new environment you have to think. Yeah. Yeah. You're right about that. I think it's, you could definitely look into that that way. Um, I just think it's like, he's, he has a chip on his shoulder, obviously I think oh, yeah. his, whole, his whole career. Mm-hmm. So see what Snell's throwing. I just love baseball savant. 
It's such a beautiful thing. Well, and he's throwing with Angel Hernandez, the home plate umpire in that game. Oh, uh, Valdez. Valdez. Yeah, I thought you were talking about. I thought you were talking about Snell. Well, no, yeah, I'm saying Snell. No, Joe oh, West yeah. was home plate in the Valdez game, and Angel Hernandez is home plate oh, in the Padres. Yes, game. Yes, yes, yes. So two of the long. They, they mentioned that on the broadcast too. On nothing, <laughs> they're like, Joe West is one of the longest tenured major league umpires, like looking for the most games ever. I was like, maybe that's a bad thing. Like maybe Probably. guys, maybe people shouldn't be umpiring that long. Probably a smart call that you watched the Nesson feed, given that I did see through Twitter briefly that Masson didn't even have a score bug up for like the first half inning or like first inning of the Orioles <laughs> feed. So probably a smart call on your end. I didn't even realize that, but yeah, I do like the, yeah. the, the Nesson. Dave O'Brien, part. right? Yep. Yeah. And they had Eckersley, who always sounds like he's ready to go surfing or something. <laughs> He's always like, come on, man, and stuff like that. And another neat thing from some of the late games tonight in the White Sox Angels in that the Whites, the Angels were like, here, you win this game. And the White Sox were like, no, not so fast. Um, you almost there was a moment where you thought it was a 2014 NL playoff game because <laughs> Albert Pujols hits a three run homer off Dallas Keuchel in that game. And you're like, oh, man, this is, you know, Astros Cardinals. This is a great game, you know. Oh, no, this is the 2021 White Sox Angels game and Pujols is homered off of, you know, I probably, they maybe never overlapped. I don't know. But, like, you think of Dallas Keuchel, you think of Houston and, you, you know, Pujols. I still, honestly, I know he's been in the Angels for years. But, you know, you think of the glory years with the Cardinals. But that was kind of a trip down memory lane there in that, you know, sequence of events. Yeah, I mean the the errors work, so that's yeah, so, that's something. Yeah. Uh, this other game we have Houston Oakland going on. Um, so yeah, I don't know. You would have gotten to see more of it than me. Christian Javier uh, threw seventy three pitches, three and two thirds, and then left. Um, he gave up two runs, uh, struck out four. It didn't look like it was like a hideous outing that he was having, but I think you know. it was just the pitch thing. Yeah. Like they're trying to ease him in. Yeah. But also, uh, which is crazy for a number two starter, but I guess, you know, it doesn't necessarily matter anymore. Yeah. I, I just feel like they're, he's kind of young still and they haven't maybe fully stretched him out. I'm not exactly sure. Sure. But, uh, Lazardo, who's the guy we were talking about. Right. No bueno. He's not great. No. But not awful either. Good strikeout right. to walk, though. His, Oh, uh, another two homer guy, uh, Bregman homered again, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. No, uh, I'm looking for pitches uh, for Lazardo. Ninety-two. Uh, okay, okay. But yeah, he gave Lazardo gave him five runs through five, eight hits, eight strikeouts, one walk. So he's not not terrible. Terrible. There's there's been far worse outings. Um, so far this year uh, for, <laughs> yeah for seattle uh kikuchi pitched well kikuchi yeah he went six innings that's a quality start 10 strikeouts yeah three runs over the six innings but that's still we'd, we'd only given up one yeah so okay so he'd only given up one through five so he they must have tied it off of him though in the sixth 
Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. They, uh, he's not going to get a decision there. But um... you were talking about bad starts. Andrew Haney, not not good. No, no. What did Haney do? Seven earned in three innings, four Ks, and a grand slam to the reigning AL MVP. That's not that's not a great. Uh... <laughs> not ideal. No. Some gentleman named Yermin Mercedes, uh, I believe, got his first hit in that game, and uh, I believe it had a two-run single also. And he's now three for three. Okay, well, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have that on now. But, uh, yeah, it's in these type of games, or these type of days, Bill, we got a lot of games tomorrow. So I'm looking forward yeah. to that, especially the Twins, you know, trying to bounce back. Um, Trout had two hits tonight. Trout yep. uh, doubled at least once. Yeah, I saw that. He's uh, well. He's he's our maybe our co-pick for AL MVP. I think just because he's so good. <laughs> well, and, yeah, never count him out. Yeah, he's one of those guys where like you just look at the end of the year and it's, all the numbers are there. And um, looking ahead, uh, I don't know if I'm jumping the gun, but when you look no, let's ahead. Do it. It's Saturday starters. You've got a lot of really good arms still coming out here to pitch Saturday. You got Walker Bueller, um, Barrios for Minnesota. That, that so uh, you'll get to watch it certainly as a fan. And the fact that you'll be home, I hopefully will have it on in the office by that point. But the Jose Barrios Corbin Burns pitching matchup tomorrow night should be really good, really good. Yeah, you're you're big in the, the Corbin Burns fan club. I know. Oh, that. I'm a I'm a charter member. Yeah, I'm gonna <laughs> yeah I'm gonna print out. I'm gonna print the flyers and hand them out. Yeah. But um, no, it's gonna be it's gonna be a good week. It's gonna be a good weekend. I think. Uh, let's see. You mentioned Bueller's out there. NL East matchup. You got Charlie Morton going against Zach Wheeler tomorrow. That should be a good one. You got Tanner Houck, the youngster for Boston. <laughs> and then you go right to Red Sox Orioles. <laughs> yeah. Bill. No, I love it. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, I get you. I get you. You got to keep our eye on uh, Kluber. Yeah. Because we're not sure how healthy he is. No, that's, and, he uh, gets uh, Stripling, I think, is going for Toronto in that one. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. You get the piggyback start in Tampa. With uh, they're saying they're going to go Hill followed by uh, who's the kid they brought back? Young kid, Archer. Oh, Archer. He's not a kid he, anymore. He well, he was a kid the first time. <laughs> but yes, correct. You know what you know what I mean. Tampa made this weird decision to somehow get Austin Meadows and Tyler Glass now for him, and then just re-sign him back. <laughs> Yeah, it's the kind of move that you make in like a video game, I think, with a yes. with a, com- with a computer. <laughs> You're like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you trade me this guys, and then we'll just get that guy back. Yeah, now, okay, deal. Ar- Archer's been one of my favorite pitchers, even though he's kind of had a up and down. Well, he's an career. Outst- outstanding personality, from what I've seen. I remember Fox, I think, had him even in, again. You know, as like a guest analyst guy there at oh, times okay. too. He was very, very co- uh, like personable. You know, really good to listen to. For sure. Uh, let's see. Any other pitchers? We got Chris Flexen making his first start since so coming back from Korea. Musgrove will go for uh, 
San Diego, it'll be Musgrove going against Caleb Smith, I believe, for Arizona. Yep, former Miami Marlin, Caleb Smith. Yeah, yeah that should be a good pitching duel too. I love the vast differences, though, that you do get from day-to-day because today Seattle-San Francisco is Cueto Kikuchi. Tomorrow <laughs> is Logan Webb and Chris Flexen. <laughs> Logan Webb, he pitched really well over in spring, in spring training. He did. I just and like if you're going on basic oh, yeah. games. Yeah. But, yep. but, but sure. um, you mentioned Tanner Houck. You, you can't then go without mentioning Baltimore's counterpart who's pitching against him tomorrow. <laughs> Matt Harvey's pitched for how many teams now? Matt Harvey, baby. Yeah. Oh, goodness. I don't know. It's been several since the Mets, that's for sure. But and it was the Reds in there somewhere. The Reds were in there. Um, Kansas City, maybe? Let's see. Royal? Mets. Cincinnati. Angels. Angels. Yeah. Royals. Yeah. Last year with the Oils, the Royals, he went 0 and 3 with an 11.57 ERA. So. Yeah, he came on really late, like midway through yep. the pandemic, if I remember right. Yeah. That's, yep. He only pitched in seven games. So four four starts. Yeah, we'll see what Harvey brings. Yeah, this is what your this is your number two, Bill. Hell yeah, baby, <laughs> running <laughs> him out there. Aye. <laughs> uh, then you get. Uh, let's see. They'll have. Um, I think is Bruce Zimmerman the three or Bruce Zimmerman the five. I don't remember. I think Bruce Zimmerman's involved, and then Pablo Lopez is involved in in the fourth game of the year. So, yeah, good times. So we got Tehran, Julio Tehran, and I almost said Dan Plezak, uh, Zach Plezak, <laughs> going for the Indians. Yeah. Uh, excuse me, the base, the Cleveland baseball team. Why have they not changed this on the website? Well, they still are technically the Indians, right? Oh, they are? Yeah, oh yeah. I didn't realize that. They they're I think they may, thought the announcement was something to the effect of we're going we should probably stop using this name but for now we're still the Indians. I believe it was something <laughs> to that effect. And you know, MLB is certainly doing that whole thing where they make them use the C logo, and you know, oh, they've been doing that for a while. Who's yeah. gone? Yeah, and all that stuff. So, um, but yeah, it's, I mean, technically, I think they're still, you know, they're going with it anyway. Let's check the uh, the fantasy just for before we get out of here, Bill. Yep. Check on some of the daily the daily uh, performances. Yeah, John Means. We talked about him, and Barrow, Bauer, and Yarbrough. Oh, there's a common theme here. All the top seven guys are pitchers, which is going to happen day to day, right? Oh well, I mean, yeah, I mean, pretty much. Yeah, it's mostly a consistent thing. Top um, hitters: Manuel Margot, triple and a homer. I did. I do enjoy how when it's like the first day of the year that you can sort by BABIP and all the guys that have a one BABIP <laughs> because they have, have reached on just about every ball that they've put in play. That is a fun one. Fascinating. Yeah, early season baseball stats are definitely amusing. Yeah. <laughs> Jose Abreu, Will Smith. Yeah, Eric Smith Hosmer. had two or three doubles in that. Yeah, and of the many Dodger hits, so two doubles, two runs batted in. No one really out of the ordinary today. 
that you wouldn't completely expect, except for maybe if you were th- thought Albert Pujols was done, but he doesn't think that. No, yeah, we'll leave it to the first two days of the season. You have homers from Miguel Cabrera and Albert Pujols, so some things change, some things stay the same. And Evan Longoria. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Old man ball And, and two from Buster Posey. So. <laughs> Chad Pinderman, a real nice catch up against the wall. Worth, worth checking out. Oh, and one other uh, fascinating development. I think you may m- remember I mentioned yesterday in Fantrax, there's a one-year-old in Fantrax. There's also now <laughs> a three-year-old. <laughs> you, grow, so, you grow up so fast, yeah? Yeah, yeah. so there's, there's two kids under the age of four that are potentially claimable if you're in a Fantrax league. So have a blast, folks. <laughs> We're playing some deep leagues, Bill, so. Yeah, you never know. There's, there's a reason for that. <laughs> that's pretty awesome all right we'll probably have a longer show tomorrow because we got a lot more games to talk about and it's not gonna be so late hopefully <laughs> but yeah we can give the people the suspension of disbelief by just mentioning what we know has happened as opposed to what may still happen sometimes so we're not gonna try to predict the future no awesome all right that'll do it for Baseball for you. Hopefully you took something from this amazing third episode. But uh, we'll be back tomorrow. We're going to submit it for one of those awards. Maybe not this one, but maybe tomorrow's. That's my guess. Fair. I like it. Tomorrow's will be the award-winning episode.